0: when kilner accepted the job of smuggling escaped heiress samantha trap across the galaxy she expected the job to be over and done with quickly but now they're stuck with each other and they have a job to do
1: think of Automnacon as
2: a sort of student loan company you take a loan from them and then they own you until you've paid it off with interest
0: so all I have to do is pay off my debt. Fine, I can do that. How much do I owe?
3: 900,027 credits. And counting.
4: You're stuck here with me to work it off. We Fix
0: Space Junk
4: is a sci-fi
0: sitcom from Battlebird Productions. Featuring Traveling by Cryo.
2: Don't worry if you feel like you're drowning. That's perfectly normal. Wait, what?
0: Aliens
2: from across the galaxy. Greetings, visitors. Is that popcorn! Hello, Your Excellency. AIs.
3: Dad, how do I do air? You're already doing it automatically, calm down. And, of course, thrilling and exciting
0: missions in outer space.
5: Hello, valued employees. Here are the details for your next exciting mission.
0: You will be repairing a device redacted in or at the location redacted. Fixed Space Junk is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts.
5: Subscribe,
3: consume, integrate, indoctrinate, asserate, degenerate, and watch your body decay into a faceless husk as your mind floats aimlessly in
5: space. Register your interest with Automnicon now.
6: Tales of the Illuminati, Season 2, Episode 3, Cold Read. Of the Illuminati, 1968. On the initiative of one Beck, Department of Cover Ups, and Dahl, Department of Direct Action, staff have manned a nuclear powered mission to the moon to cover up the death of Stanley Kubrick as well as, quote, make reality the lie and the lie a reality, end quote. Intern Jackie, meanwhile, stowed away on Werner von Braun's nuclear-powered rocket and emptied the cargo of nuclear warheads on the lunar surface to cart back moon rocks, necessitating a recovery mission, because we need those. Rebecca, upon returning to the Earth's surface, has discovered that the late original Stanley Kubrick had been secretly working on a second film containing intimate Illuminati intelligence, which she, along with Ishmael, Jackie, and a passable Kubrick look-alike, are now off to derail. We have arranged a meeting with the film's ghostwriter. That's
4: the point. The point is that the Illuminati touch every aspect of our lives, but we can't even see it because we're blinded by self-interest. It's all right there in my script, if you just think. For a moment. Well, frankly, I disagree. So, I think your entire script is disagreed with. By me. Ishmael. You can't disagree with my script. It's a script. Either you reflect the truth inside yourself, or you just numbly osmos the rays of a film like a vegetable. I'm a writer. I would know. Balls.
7: Are you back on swearing? I thought you ran out of swears you knew. No, I agree with Ishmael. I don't think I, or we, we are blinded by self-interest. Or that the Illuminati are real. That too. Yeah, um, yeah, two disagreements.
4: Ugh, producers.
7: I mean, we're producers, so what are you going to do, right? Right? Probably nothing? Hell. So I'm right? Okay, I'm asking you to say it, so I'm sure.
4: Dang, hell yes you are. We can't just (laughs) throw out the script. It represents literally months of blood, sweat, and tears.
7: Please, you writers are always complaining about how hard it is to write and how much you work. I write all the time, and that's the easy part of my job. How long would it take you to write a new, more commercial script? Wait, no, wait. Better question, what would be more commercial than what we have right now? Commercial enough to be worth writing over from scratch?
4: I'm not writing the script over from scratch. Maybe, uh, Ah! what's the saying? Uh, Punch it up.
1: Where do do you come from, Mr. Kubrick, sir? Ah, the shadows. Let me see the script. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. like a sandwich, she needs a little mustard. Exactly. I have some ideas. I think I can sex this up a bit. What if instead,
4: mystery, secrets, kissing? What? Isn't it already... Do you just want to add kissing? It has the
1: other things. Let's start with the kissing and see where things go.
4: So, add kissing. To start. You're the writer. Yes. You're You're the the writer. writer. Yeah. They told me Hollywood would be like this, but I didn't think that We
7: don't need your life
4: story. I'm gonna go write. Good. The whole fucking place is just nepotism, nepotism, nepotism.
7: And take out any stuff about fluoride.
4: I hope
0: he doesn't write about us. I hear if somebody writes you into something, they can control you. Like a puppet.
7: Where could you have possibly heard that? Around. Around where?
0: Puppet theaters.
7: No, you didn't... They m- they make theaters just for puppets?
0: Well, to watch puppets. I don't know if they have their own theaters where they watch us. Oh, man, I just spooked myself. Oh, what is it now?
8: I was just settling in with Doom. It's actually pretty good. I just wish my raise wasn't going to be tied to really getting it. <sighs> Chief of Direct Action speaking. Oh, hello, ma'am. I, I, Oh, I mean, all hail the Hand of the Illuminati, Archon of Direct Action of the Council of Thirteen. May your grasp exceed your reach. It. Yes, I can get to it. What is it, exactly? Well, we did get some footage. No... It is terrible, yes. It's mostly men asphyxiating each other in the dark. They do perform some excellent jumps, though. Actually, once they hit the ground, they immediately tackle each other and start fighting again. It's not really as graceful as wrestling. It's like... Have you ever seen rats in an alley fight over a breadstick? Really, I didn't think you would have. Right, so it is that bad. It's the only metaphor that came to mind, ma'am. My job isn't metaphors. Yes, exactly. A- anyway, I spent 3 hours trying to think of how to spin their fighting into something patriotic. Nothing came. What? Why would America want to actually land on the moon? They think it looked easy. Unbelievable. That's a good point. It... Actually, yes, I guess it was very easy looking back at it. Maybe they could recover the nukes while they're up there, save us all a few hangovers. Well, no, I can't say I do want to tell the U.S. government we put them there. They might start asking why, and frankly, the answer is just stupefyingly moronic. Although, in order to go back, I suppose we'll need more nukes. Wait, you can just use rocket fuel?
7: Why didn't they do that?
8: Well, they should have remembered that there was already something called that. I agree. Right. We'll send one last rocket, and my staff will take on the nuke retrieval. I'm not nervous. Fear is the mind killer. Yes, ma'am. I have been reading Dune.
2: I was told, I have to give this to you, Von Braun.
3: Ooh, a present? Thank you, Tall. that's so thoughtful. It says here we have to get the nukes off the moon. Did someone leave nukes on the moon? How do you not remember this? You were in the control room. I'm <laughs> in mean a lot of control rooms. And this isn't a present, it's a job. You're a terrible gift giver.
2: I never said it was a present. You were the one who said that.
3: Really? Let me check the tape. Mm, A present? Thank you, Tal, that's so thoughtful. So I was. Turn that tape recorder
2: off. This is a global conspiracy, you pencil-necked geek.
3: Looks like someone hates the sound of their voice. Don't worry, that's normal.
2: Have you been recording
3: everything this whole time? A good scientist takes good notes, but you're right, of course. Let me just smash those.
2: Ah. Oh, I've had a rough week Give me that
3: Of course, ladies hammer first That's how I learned it
2: Finally, a gentleman Ooh
3: ah. Yeah, get some tapes ah. Smash ah. them ah. Oh, barbarize them Oh, little ah. bits Oh, oh sprinkles ah. made of metal ah. Yeah ah. What were we doing? Uh, The letter. Remember? Oh yeah, yes. It says here we have to take the nukes off the moon. Are the nukes on the moon a secret? I can never keep track of what is supposed to be a secret. It seems so arbitrary.
2: It's supposed to be arbitrary.
3: So the nukes aren't a secret? No. Then why did I smash up my tape recorder then? No, no, they are a secret. <laughs> We're getting mixed up. Too many double negatives. I wish I could check the tape. But alas, those days have passed. I can never keep track of what this quote is. You and me both, tape recorder.
0: You and me both.
7: Second Kubrick, you did a great job with the voice.
1: It's like the real Kubrick never died. He lives on in me. You shit-stained weasel taint. (laughs) Oh, it hurts my throat.
7: Well, just don't stop doing it ever from now on.
1: No problem,
3: jerk. It's like swallowing angry knives, but
0: I suppose that is what you pay me for.
7: Did you tell him we were going to pay him?
0: Like a month ago, when I first found him. Was I not supposed to promise him riches beyond his wildest dreams?
7: You were not supposed to promise him riches beyond his wildest dreams!
0: Oh. Oh. I see how that got in my head.
7: What exactly did you promise him?
0: A manor in the English countryside, all the cocaine he can safely consume, and constant orgies. Honestly, by the end, I was just making stuff up.
7: You know what an orgy is?
0: I am hazy on certain particulars, but I thought that he would... And did he? He won't say.
7: Wow. How is this guy not already in the Illuminati?
3: How am I water?
7: Ah! Right. Oh, nothing. Forget I said anything.
0: Probably I will not after you said that.
7: Amazing.
0: So, uh, what kind of mustard are you going to put in this script? The kind that makes pigs sweat dreams of tears.
3: Coleman's? Yes, Coleman's mustard. Anyway, tomorrow I will
0: come in with some ideas. Coleman's mustard. Coleman's mustard. Ah!
7: Ishmael? Ishmael! Oh, nope, he's long gone. <sighs> anyway, please tell me they'll sell movie tickets.
3: I may be a maker of sandwiches, but even
6: I know that sex will sell tickets. Gross. Memo from the Office of the Illuminati. Location redacted. Southwestern California. Deputy Head Underboss of Direct Action Dahl is preparing to go to the moon to get our nukes. Due to orbital mechanics and local weather conditions, this mission will coincide with the USA's moonshot, which we admit is confusing.
2: If you want something done right, you've got to go to the moon yourself. Commence countdown. Blast off! I may not be Kane of the Moon, but damn it, Beck. I'm still going. Even if I have to go by myself.
0: Hey, I get it. But, Ishmael.
2: What are you doing here?
0: I wanted some quiet space to eat a sandwich and write some poetry. Now apparently I'm going to the moon. That's life, I guess.
2: Damn it! It had to be someone I'm not allowed to kill.
0: Oh. Awkward. Would you like to hear some of my poetry?
2: I would like to go to the moon by myself, alone.
0: Well, I'm gonna read it anyway. I saw a butterfly today. I saw a butterfly today. It was yellow, like a flower. Death comes for us all, no matter the hour. I wish to wander on the breeze. The butterfly goes on its way. It does not say please.
2: Maybe I can sneak off and kill some astronauts from the other mission when we get there.
0: Second stanza. <sighs> I saw a turkey duke today. It was brown like a cello. Ah!
7: Okay, Jackie. What have we found in the script so far that we need to cover up? My feelings of loss over being torn away from the film project of the century. That is spectacularly unhelpful. Maybe I would be more helpful if I got to direct the moon landing and thus inspire the world. Jackie, we've been over this. We've been taken off the moon project. You know, in a way, you should be proud. You inspired the U.S. government to launch a moon mission of their own. But they suck! And they're going to totally misinterpret the moon! It'll be all about patriotism, and national pride. Not what the moon is really about. And that is... Separating your ego from the influence of your mother. I am extremely sorry, I asked. I can see you're confused. Let me clear some stuff up. First... Jackie? No. I don't need to understand the symbolism for a movie that's not even happening. God, this is Castro all over again. Right. That isn't... Even happening. How did you hear about Castro? I'm cover-ups, Jackie. I had to detox Castro and fatten him back up. Now tell me the secrets, Jackie! What are the secrets in the script? So Kubrick knows where to pad it with kissing. Oh, just some stuff about a cabal of powerful men who do things according to their own inscrutable agenda that's both unknowable and completely pervasive. And which results in the death of those that discover or interfere with it. You know, the usual boilerplate. Do they have anything about the tiny cars? That would be so embarrassing. No, nothing about tiny cars. What are those? I didn't hear about those. I probably shouldn't have brought it up. Forget all about the tiny cars. I probably will, after you've said that. I still got it. But there is a lot of stuff about our home addresses and most secret fears. Weirdly, it's all in the close-up shots on the bedside tables. So how many secrets do we need to cut? Well, so, so many that we need another A-plot. We'll need to add a lot more than just kissing. How much more? Frenching? Hand stuff? Beck, have you ever... You know what? I already know the answer to that. Ever what? Anyway, I don't think sex alone can punch up this script. We need something that will really capture the imagination of the masses, in addition to sex. No, 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 no. We are not making it about the moon. The moon. Let's make it about the moon. I literally just cut you off on that one. Beck, hear me out. I am categorically refusing to. Also, Second Kubrick is directing this, and I don't think he's into the moon. He's at least moon curious. Last I checked, he seemed pretty into masks and kissing. What's more romantic than the moon? You know what? I'm going to bring him in on this instead of you. So it's a challenge, then. What? No. I accept your challenge to make a better movie than our false Kubrick. I did not say to do this. But if I win, you have to say that I was right and that the moon is my mother. I do and will not. And you're not making a movie. Oh, <laughs> we'll see about that, my fine-feathered friend. Oh. My god, she has moon madness.
1: Yes, this is good. This is the amount of kissing I need. It is? I I mean, thank you, yes, it is. The masks click together when they kiss. Masks? Yes. Make all the kissing happen in masks so you cannot see who the people are. It's kind of about who the people are. But this way, more sex appeal because of
4: the mystery. What? How, how will that increase the movie's sex appeal? Won't that just be weird? It's not even sexy weird. It's just weird. Clearly, you have never made love. That's beside the point. Also hurtful and false. I have three children. You came to their joint birthday party. You brought Howard a toy fire engine made of wood and tin.
1: It's different. Making love is a, is a dance, You know what I mean? No. Hmm. So... Masks? Yes. Masks while dancing. The ultimate depravity. What? I...
7: What? Kubrick! I challenge you to a film-off!
1: Oh, thank God. Very well. What are the terms?
7: Whoever makes the more spiritually arresting psychodrama wins.
4: Well, obviously. But what are the stakes? Well, you're fucked. All this has is kissing masks. (laughs) Wow. Virgin. I'm a father. And I didn't even write that part. Well, I I did. But it was under duress.
7: Stakes are simple. Winner gets their movie released.
4: That doesn't even make sense. We have a release date. We have distribution agreements. We have advertising buys we've already made. There's just no way that we could... Done. Why did I even start that sentence?
7: Writer, come with me. I have some ideas to develop.
4: What? Hell no.
1: Yes, we'll have the writer write both movies. Very fair. Perfect for the contest.
4: I have a name. It's Jay Gatsby. My parents were Big Fitzgerald fans. It's kind of why I got into writing. Actually, first I didn't want to be in writing because I resented their plans for me. Also, they seem to have missed the actual meaning of the character, which was odd considering how specific the choice was. Absolutely not something you should lay on your child. Or at the very least, it makes no sense. Which, in a weird way, is sort of reflective of that character himself. I don't think they meant to do that. So, feelings ran high after I finished high school English and figured all of this out. I actually wrote my college admissions essay on the whole thing, which is what got me into a program at Oxford. I know that's ironic. Is it ironic? Well, it is, but look, here's... Why, it's ironic. No
7: one cares, writer. They're only going to remember the actors and the directors.
4: I should have studied math or philosophy. They would have gotten it. Who would have gotten it? <sighs> look, I'm not sure it's actually possible for me to write two scripts at once At the time we have. It'd kill me. Then die for your art. Come on. Nobody here's going to die for their art. It's a movie. What was that look you just did? Did you just mouth, don't tell him... Okay, now you're about... I can see you making the zipping lips motion. I know you know I know. I'm narrating it out loud to you. Okay, who died? Whoa.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I just fall over already. The moon gravity is keeping my recovery window open. This butt-sauce moon gravity. What? Uh, uh, you're
2: overcompensating. Lean into it less. This is less. That's more. No, no. In the other direction. Less, but in the opposite direction.
0: Like this? What? <sighs> I'm okay. I'm okay.
2: You're Upside down.
0: But I stopped moving. Wait, is there an upside down on the moon?
2: If there wasn't, you'd be right side up.
0: Whoa. You're right.
4: Whoa.
2: Of course I'm right. Unlike you, you're upside down. (sighs)
0: Wow. Thoughtful. Okay, I got this now. Oh. Look! It's the astronauts' bodies. They seem so peaceful. Untainted by their murderous avarice.
2: Why haven't the bodies decayed? They've been here for weeks. I'm beginning to feel jealous.
0: There's no rod on the moon. It's a new Eden. What? The moon is a new Eden. Free of
2: sin. Surely it's an old Eden. It's the moon.
0: Well, if it's an old Eden, you never could have been the Cain of the Moon.
2: Cain didn't live in Eden. It's a metaphor. No, it isn't. Wait, well, maybe it's two metaphors. No. No, that's stupid. Your stupid is infecting me. Like a fever infecting a majestic tiger. There, that's a metaphor. God, I'd do anything for a murder right now.
0: Anyway, there were several murders here, so I guess neither of us is right.
2: I'm still right, and you were never right.
0: Should we bury them? I brought a moon spade. Do you want to know what makes it a moon spade? No. It's huge! Why?
7: <sighs> we can't afford a real alien. Why not? There aren't any! Are we sure about that? Yes! We invented them to sell flight insurance. How would we know for sure? Who else would know for sure? The crashed bodies are just ventriloquist dummies wrapped in shaved horse meat. That's like a deeply evocative avant-garde art piece. I should write that down. Frankly, I wish I hadn't seen it, but it was part of the retreat. And what was I gonna do, not get drunk and throw rocks at fake aliens with the president? Of the Illuminati or the United States? I was pretty drunk. I'm honestly not sure. The one with the witch nipple. Beck, Did you hook up with the president? What? No. He does this party trick where... Wait. No, we're not getting into it. i talked to you about asking me these kinds of questions, Jackie. It's not work appropriate. So you'll get me an alien? No! Well, what about this furniture set I asked for? This looks like a Rococo bedroom. Like, Versailles or whatever. What does this have to do with the moon? It's a second Empire bedroom. Also, it's a picture of my bedroom. I'm recreating it exactly for the film. You don't need to do that! Why don't we ask the writer? Hey, writer! What?
4: What? I'm busy. I have two scripts to write here. Just
7: write mine good and his bad.
4: My honor as a penman won't allow me to do that. You clearly
7: just made that up. Writers have no honor. You're all basically Ronin.
4: Ronin have honor. Watch a movie.
7: Whatever. Can you get me a set that looks like this?
4: I mean, sure, the set guy can. You're close enough. Most people wouldn't know the difference between Rococo and Rococo Revival, anyway. Apes.
7: What about an alien?
4: Sure, he could get you an alien. Well, costumes could. Depending on the alien you want.
7: One that both uplifts and mocks maternal bonds.
4: Yeah, if we had something like that lying around in the costume department, I wouldn't have had to do so much heavy lifting at Christmas dinner with the in-laws. Eh?
7: I lock myself in the bathroom during Christmas. Otherwise, my mom makes me strangle the goose.
4: Yikes. No, all the aliens we have are hideous and terrifying and cheap and rubbery. Did you say something earlier about the president? Nope. Well, that's good enough for me. I don't want to be the subject of a pregnant pause. I get enough of that at Christmas dinner. I shouldn't try. Well, we're still at the script stage, so we can worry about that later.
7: Got it. We'll talk later. Let's go.
4: (sighs) Looks like it's just you and me, whiskey bottle. Hey. Typewriter's here, too. Hey, baby.
2: Finally, someone I can kill! Von Braun, come here. Mama's had a long rocket trip home and she needs sweet, sweet blood. Yeah? Oh my... How did I miss? He was... he was just here.
3: Did you have that on the moon? That's enormously dangerous and incredibly cool. God said I could have recorded a gun killing on the moon. Two firsts. Where did you go?
0: I don't think he moved at all. Shut up, shut up, shut up!
2: I had to listen to poems for a week. Now it's doll time.
3: And that's the last round. I've been counting.
2: So what? I'm a rolodex of violence. I'll punch you in the face. I'll pistol whip you with the fury of a mountain rattlesnake. I'll throttle you like a Christmas goose.
3: Good luck. You've been shooting mirrors this whole time!
2: I know that! Eventually, I'll get all the mirrors. It's called diligence.
0: Wow. This whole room is full of mirrors. Image after image of all of us. Am I just a reflection? Doll, pistol with me.
2: With pleasure.
0: So that one was a reflection.
2: It doesn't matter! Diligence!
0: Oh, no. What if man is no more than reflections within reflections?
3: What if it doesn't matter? It matters. Do you know how long it took me to set up this hall of mirrors? Not long, but I was going to mess with the interns later. They wouldn't know where they stop and where I begin. Oh, what a time we would have had.
2: Come on!
3: I guess I could just get more mirrors. Well, anyway, did you manage to get the heads? <sighs> I have the nukes. I want to keep one as a reward. Doesn't bother me. Go nuts. I live only for pleasure and have never had reason to regret it. Not even once.
0: Not even once? Nope.
3: Not even once? I have fulfilled my life's greatest dream. And nothing can sully that. Okay, well, I will admit it. I should have never picked that fight with the delicatessen yesterday. It was beneath my dignity to go back again for even more free pickles with a third disguise. I should... I didn't even want them. It was the thrill of the hunt.
0: I should go check...
3: But a man must hunt! We have blood coursing through our veins for a reason. I should
0: go check in
3: Whether with... for a pickle or to catch the moon itself. We are put here to thrive. To taste the half-sour rush of victory. And the regular sour sting of defeat. To live. Live like there is no tomorrow. Ah, here we go. Ha!
2: Got to go. Ah. Oh, come on.
3: On. This is all an aforem!
0: Finally. I should go check in with Jackie. She's probably been worried sick since I vanished into outer space for almost a week on my way to eat a sandwich.
6: Wow. Way easier to get a sentence out to an empty room. Memo from the Office of the Illuminati, 1968. After a substantial creative interval, her writer, name unrecorded, has completed two scripts. Office of Film Production is unclear how to proceed. Please advise. Well, I've
4: done it.
7: My masterpiece.
4: I mean, I have some creative stake in...
7: Shut it,
1: nerd. The woods hold no more inspiration for me. I have returned to see the fruits of my labors. Here's your script. It's also
4: a masterpiece.
1: Good, good. You're welcome. <sighs> hmm. Now, this script is fine, but it still needs more kissing. That's okay. I will imply more
4: as subtext. I literally wrote you an orgy. I didn't want to. You made me.
7: What? My script doesn't have an orgy.
4: You want an orgy on the moon? Isn't the moon supposed to symbolize your mother?
7: A rare good point, writer.
4: My name is Jay... No orgies! I don't want them either. (coughs) Virgin. You know what? I'm done. Nothing is worth this, and I've done my job, so... I'll look for the check in the mail. Have a nice life. Or don't. You know what? Actually, don't. I'll see myself out.
7: Good idea. See you never. Razzed.
1: Farewell, Jay. Give my love to your wife. No! But thank you for the Glenn
4: Levitt. Ah, it's you. I'll be your problem now. Good fucking luck. (laughs) Finally, holding that voice
3: really hurts my sinuses.
7: Where's the writer going? He looks angry and smug. Smugry. Is that anything? Smangry? Angrug. Smugrangry.
3: Smangragry.
7: Smugry. No, that's Smug and Hungry.
3: Smug and hungry.
7: Now, this definitely isn't anything. Mm. Yeah, guess not. All right, Kubrick. Time to settle the score and find out who has the better script.
3: Yes, we will show our work before a jury of our peers.
7: How? Are you going to independently produce two two two-and-a-half-hour-plus movies? Because I'm not going to get the budget for that. And I wouldn't, even if I wanted to. Which I don't. I don't want to even produce one.
5: I heard the scripts are finally done. Let me see them.
7: I thought we could produce them first, and then... Uh, 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 hey! Give those back, you 4 I goon! Jackie! Do you know who that devastatingly handsome, dashingly bespectacled man is? That's the pen of the Illuminati, of the Council of Thirteen, Head Archon of Propaganda. I know who the pen is, Beck. He comes with Aunt Hildy to my mom's canasta night every Thursday. He bought me my first bicycle.
5: Technically, I convinced the people of Switzerland to buy you that bicycle as a diplomatic ploy. And your words are very hurtful. I'm so proud. The head of propaganda for the Illuminati
7: is your uncle? He's not my uncle. He's just some guy that fucks my aunt.
3: The heart wants what it wants.
5: And my heart makes your uncle's heart wear the horns of a cuckold. Now give me the scripts, Jackaroo. I told you
7: not to call me that anymore!
5: Words have power, Jackaroo.
7: I know! Anyway, what are you going to do? Write me a demotion? Oh, wait, no, that's actually how that works. That's a credible threat. Give him the scripts, Jackie. Not until we've made the movies. Technically,
3: they're
5: films. They have artistic merit. Fine. We'll do what Hollywood has done to gauge the merit of ideas since time immemorial. Live table reads.
6: Memo from the Office of the Illuminati. Lookout Mountain. Monday. The Department of Cover-Ups and Direct Action have assembled in order to table-read the two potential scripts that will replace Kubrick's Illuminati reveal-all. Employee per diem has been cut due to heinous abuse of budget. All complaints may be directed to the vacuum of space. Table reads will be recorded as per the request of the Office of the Pen, Archon of Propaganda, of the Council of Thirteen, to be used for blackmail and or satire. All recordings must be hand-delivered to the Pen's office and must not be copied or distributed under any circumstances. Same as our usual Christmas party protocol.
0: Wow. What a monolith. I... An ape. Am not sure what to do.
3: I am a monolith. The ape touches the monolith.
0: I understand my own nudity.
7: Evolve, ape. Evolve.
0: Oh, no! My capacity for violence! The ape commits violence. Scene 27. Sure is great to be a modern man at last. I for one would envy my own mastery of technology. If I didn't have one so much.
7: Hello, it's me again, the monolith.
0: Oh no, my mastery. It pales to that of the infinite. Scene 55. At least my machines can never betray me. Scene 56. Oh no, my arrogance. Scene 57. Hey, what happened to that other guy? We were just having a conversation earlier about our inability to be betrayed by progress. Computer, have you seen him?
6: No. Beep, boop. Scene 58.
5: Oh, no! My arrogance! Why are they explaining so much? Just show it. Film is a visual medium.
7: It needs to be very clear what's happening. The theme of the movie is extremely important.
5: Okay. Well, how about you make a few changes and
6: make it obvious? One week later, the tone of the film has changed. There's no dialogue now. Shh!
7: Let Von Braun do the stage
3: directions. We see the infinite abyss of space. There is nothing in it. But then, there is something in it. The thing is a monolith. Now we are on Earth. Apes are partying, just having a blast, eating some fruits, and hanging around with their penises out. I don't think it needs
5: to be quite that vivid. All of your
7: notes contradict each other. First it's not vivid enough, then it's too vivid?
5: No, they don't. Just get it exactly right.
7: (sighs) Jackie, you realize there is such a thing as a middle ground, right? You can have something between two extremes. That's the path of the coward, and we all know it.
3: Be quiet. I have three more powercrafts to get through. One ape turns to another ape. Both of their penises are out, and one of them grabs a bone. You don't see the penises, but you know they're out. You're definitely thinking about them. The bone is all smooth and white because it's been bleached by the sun. Like in a way that makes it seem more like an important artifact than a bone. Like if a bone with an airplane had a baby, but the baby looked just like a regular bone, but it carried the importance of an airplane. The ape picks up the bone, and he looks at it. He looks, and he looks at the bone. Then he looks at the monolith, and then at the bone, and then at the monolith. Bone. Monolith. Bone. Monolith. Monolith. Bone, bone. Monolith. Monolith.
5: Bone, bone, bone. Monolith. This isn't writing. You're just saying words now. It's starting to just sound like noises. Shh.
7: We're getting there.
3: The ape realizes something. It starts hitting other bones with the original bone. Just going to down on those bones. Just destroying them. The bones are getting destroyed and the ape is exalted. He feels amazing. We do a really tight focus on him just destroying a skull of an ox or something. Just smashing it. Just tearing it apart. Bone on bone action. The ape raises the bone to the sky. It screams. It keeps smashing up a skeleton. We're back to the smashing of bones. We see more bone smashing. The ape has tools now, and is using them to destroy bones. Oh, this is important. This is an important moment. We flash on an image of a pig dying. Now back to the ape. It's still pottying down on the bones. zone. Oh, man. Oh, man, this ape is just doing it. Oh, it fills me with energy just to watch.
7: Wait, what? Why is the ape using a bone to smash another bone? How does this... Help the ape! It's symbolism.
5: A symbol of bad writing.
7: Can I keep going?
3: I'm having a wonderful time. Also, there are like ten more pages of this, and I have to go to the bathroom.
5: Why didn't you go earlier? I wanted to see what happens. When
3: you don't pee? I meant with this script? Wow,
6: is that the kind of energy I give off? Yes. It's incredible that you don't realize. Memo from the Office of the Illuminati. Lookout Mountain, Tuesday. The second table read will occur at 1200 hours in the head office. Dahl, Kubrick, and Von Braun are doing their best to bring life to a script that is rumored to be utterly lifeless. The pen will once again supervise.
2: Do I have to do this? Read it, Delilah! I love a good party. Do I look nice?
0: You
3: look nice.
2: I worry about how nice I look.
3: You look nice.
2: This is stupid. What's wrong with this woman? Why doesn't she just kill this crumbling saltine of a man?
3: Because he's erotic.
2: What's erotic about him? You literally describe him as of tepid nature and poor sartorial inclination.
5: Yes. Just read the script. I'm missing Kissinger time for this. That guy could flash fry a
6: cod through ten feet of steel, if you know what I mean. Groovy. It's very groovy. Scene 10. A party with horny rich people.
3: Dance with me, beautiful woman.
2: I'm flattered and drawn in.
6: Scene 11.
3: You were flattered and drawn in?
2: I can think about other men. It's allowed.
3: You can think about other men. It's allowed. I should stab you with this knife. There's no knife in the script. Don't go off book. Have you never
2: been obsessed with what goes on in the mind of your lover? You know what will quell your unquiet mind, husband of mine?
3: Death. No, no. The whole point is this fault's haunt is living mind. Can I have another
5: actress? For the last time, no. This is the only one who wasn't busy with the other script. Be better at networking or give up.
2: Here I go, stabbing my husband. Stab, stab, stab. He bleeds out. The woman leaves and starts a new life in Monaco as a race car
5: driver.
3: She will never go to Monaco.
5: It's a fun take. This is not my script.
3: I need an actor who will read the lines. Fine. Dahl, you're out.
2: Yes. And my version is better.
5: She's right, Kubrick. We're not making this movie. It's worse than watching paint dry. If I have to read through one more description of a near kiss with this chatterbrain amoeba, I'll puke. The movie has made you feel the desperate futility of knowing whether you're truly loved.
3: Let me solve that for you. You're not. Yes, exactly! You understand my film! Oh, I don't! I refuse! It is clear you have
5: internalized my message. No! And that's lunch.
7: Welcome to the hallway, sir. Can I get you a beverage? Have you made your decision? We're
5: making the space movie. It'll help sell the idea that we've really gone to space. Also, fresco.
7: But we have gone to space.
5: Exactly. The lie makes real what the truth makes false.
7: You're my hero.
5: I know. I'm everyone's hero if I'm doing my job right. Which I am by definition.
7: Can I please work in your department? Can you? No. That's the trick question, right? My humility is proof of my commitment.
5: No, it was sincere. But you only get one chance to answer. No! Welcome to the Illuminati, kid.
7: Welcome? Everything here is always like this!
5: That's correct. You have no one to blame but yourself. Now go make the space movie. That's good fresca. Beck,
8: doll, step into my office.
2: Jackie's outside. She's demanding to see you.
8: Well, she can't. She's not allowed to head projects anymore. She spirals. She's a spiraler. So if she tries to come in here or gives you any lip, you can... Threaten her with a transfer to motto-writing.
2: They destroyed my vision! God, that's cruel.
8: Well, like our motto says, you've got to be Cruelinati to be Illuminati.
7: I thought it was, it's later than you think?
2: I thought it was, who's really the Illuminati here?
8: Yes, those were both other mottos.
7: They were horrible mottos.
2: Agreed.
8: Well, it's this now. You've got to be Cruelinati to be Illuminati. Correction. Now the motto is... Choo-choo all aboard the Illuminati train.
7: What do they even do all day?
8: Actually, I think they're mostly nocturnal.
7: It's weird.
8: It's tremendously weird. Right. Well, we're not just here to share mottos. I'm here to tell you that your movie has flopped. Big flopperoo. We didn't even break even.
7: The pen ruined it in the editing phase. My genius would have resonated. Resonated!
8: She'll wear herself out eventually.
7: So, what do we do? And what's going to happen to our Kubrick?
8: We're planning to kill... Yeah! Two birds with one stone. (sighs) The fact is, we look through his script and it turns out that Kubrick is something of a savant when it comes to filmmaking. He'll never have the popular appeal of Kubrick original, but he writes the kind of middle-lower-highbrow filmmaking that will have sad nerds wasting their time spinning a thousand fake conspiracy theories layered on top of each other for years after his death. Like a beautiful ham sandwich. The tall ones, like in the cartoons.
7: Where the olives look like little eyes?
8: Yes, the ones where the olives look like little eyes.
7: But don't we want to deflect suspicion from ourselves?
8: Exactly. Those lonely nerds will be too distracted by trying to figure out why none of the TVs are plugged in or why all the cans are facing in different directions to figure out what's really going on. Which is? Timeshares. Lots and lots of timeshares. It's timeshares all the way down. We talked about this.
7: Oh, yeah. Wait, that can't be right.
8: Don't think about it. I don't. And why would I? What's it good for? Absolutely nothing, that's what. Say it again. Absol... Oh. Yeah. As for you two, Beck, you've made a lot of missteps, most prominently sending people to the moon.
2: (laughs) How does it feel to choke on your own multi-layered moon sandwich, Beck? Though for propaganda
8: value, it was an enormous success. Beyond our wildest dreams, in fact, everyone in the pens department is praising him. More than usual.
7: Excelsior!
2: What?
8: In fact, he's so happy with how it went that he has something special for you, Beck.
7: What? A promotion? A job opening? An invitation for squash? This pin.
8: That says, I'm a pen helper.
7: It's got his face and a thumbs-up sign.
8: Yes, so don't wear it around. It's secret.
7: I'm so happy...
8: They also decided to give you a promotion to direct action. Which is not. his department. That's odd. Did somebody fail a test?
7: I need to. I need to learn squash.
8: I've got a guy. I'll give you his card. What? But if Beck's in direct
2: action, then she'll be working with me.
8: Actually, you're getting Beck's position. You're. Murder talent will be very useful for cover ups. What? God, we used to have so many euphemisms. What happened? We live in a tawdry age. I'm
2: on cover ups?
8: Yes, we're doing the old changaroo.
2: But then I'm just trailing around behind Beck like a dog or a mongoose or an
7: intern. I hear you talking about me again. I assume it's about how you regret not listening to my genius.
2: Oh, why? Oh, how? Why?
8: Oh, how? Why? Why? Aww, <laughs> I <laughs> f- see us I just got that. Well, at least I'll always have the polaroids I took of them. I call this one still life. Take up in repose.
2: Give me those.
8: Well, I guess no one gets what they wanted.
6: Cold Read was written by Max Kreisky, Catherine Cargill, and Eric Trageser. In this episode, Chloe Zweiker was Beck, Julie Snyder was Jackie, Noel Nazi was Ishmael, Meredith Gully was Dahl... John Serpico was the chief. Dennis Bruno was the memo. Mark Campesano was Werner von Braun. Rami Abdelgani was Stanley Kubrick's perfectly imitated voice. Salvatore Fabiano was Tubrick. Stuart Licht was the pen. And Eric Dragasser was Jay Gatsby. Logo design by Tom Crowley. Theme by Arnie Parrott. It was recorded at the Bridge Sound and Stage in Cambridge, Massachusetts. It was directed and produced by Max Kreisky, with sound design by Headley Knights. Special thanks to violent apes Jess Foll and Jonathan Kraski. We hope they feel incredible. Phony executive producers Nick Krasny, Denise Grenier, Alex Hensley, Laura Isham, Mary Claire Bennett, Stephen Rutkowski, and Lilith Penrod made this show possible. And for this, history will be quietly rewritten with them as the victors. Choo-choo! All aboard the Illuminati train!